welcome to chapter 21 of The Lock. It's called The Story. Before we jump into that, just a quick reminder that The Lock is a novel that I am serializing on Wattpad. So if you want to check that out and read along, uh, you can head to tinyurl.com slash wattpadthelock and that will redirect you to Wattpad so you can read along or read ahead um, for now, although the podcast is catching up with what I've already written, so uh, eventually I'll be all caught up and you'll have to uh, just wait each week um, or uh, two weeks, depending on how my schedule goes, to um, get the latest updates. So, uh, But for now, you can read ahead a couple chapters and uh, be ahead of the game. So anyways, uh, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode. Twenty-one. The story. They stood staring at each other for a long moment until Gabriel finally spoke. What are you talking about? Lena's words cut through the air with a seething anger she hadn't even been aware was lying dormant beneath the surface. All the fear and anxiety she'd felt since being trapped here, and all the resentment she felt for the men who had tried to harm her here, bubbled over and was directed at the man standing before her. I saw you come through the gate she said through gritted teeth. I saw you take the lock off the fence, push open the gate, and crawl through. It looked like you'd fallen to your death. Gabriel looked dumbstruck. I... I'm... I'm not finished, Lena snapped. I went after you, to see if you needed help, and that's when I discovered the gate and crawled through. How could I not? It was a gateway to another freaking dimension. I found myself in this ancient-looking castle, and I just wanted to see it from the outside. As she continued speaking, she realized her words were as much for her own benefit as his. She was trying to justify her actions on that fateful night. But it only took a few moments for me to get kidnapped. My life has been a living hell ever since. I don't belong here, and I just... I just wanted to go home. I... She broke into sobs. She lowered her sword and brought her other hand up to catch her tears. Gabriel looked pained. I'm sorry, he said softly. I had no idea. If I'd known someone had come through, of course I wouldn't have locked the gate behind me. I never would have trapped you here on purpose. She was crouching now, her face buried in her arms. She knew this man hadn't locked her out of her world on purpose. She was being ridiculous, and she knew it, but she wasn't quite ready to admit it to anyone but herself. Are you okay? He took a step toward her, reaching out an arm but looking completely uncertain how to proceed from there. Lena refused to look up at first and continued sobbing into her arm. They stood in an awkward stalemate until Lena finally looked up, wiped the tears from her face, and addressed him. I know you didn't do it on purpose, she said, her voice softening significantly from just a few moments ago. But couldn't you have been more careful? Gabriel smiled despite himself. I thought I was being careful, but obviously I'll have to step up my game. Yes, she said bitterly. Yes, you will. Now that she had calmed down somewhat, she studied him more carefully. He seemed to be better groomed than he'd been when she'd seen him disappear through the gate. He was younger than she thought, maybe a little older than she was. She found it difficult to be angry at someone so close to her in age. It made it easier for her to imagine herself making a similar mistake. She retreated back to her makeshift bed and sat down. Gabriel followed her, but remained cautious and kept a safe distance. You've been here this entire time? he asked. Lena nodded. It's been hell. What happened? Lena looked up at him. 
He seemed genuinely concerned. She patted the space next to her on the mattress. Have a seat, she said. I'll tell you everything. By the time Lena had finished her story, Gabriel was speechless. He'd had no idea he'd inadvertently stranded this young woman and that she was going through such ordeals while he was away. He was more than a little chagrined for his role in the matter. I always try to leave at night from the Seattle side of the gate, he said. I can't lock it on this side on account of the stone walls, so I try to only leave it vulnerable when the area is deserted. I guess I may have been a little early when you saw me. I never knew you were there cleaning up your shop. Did you ever think about, you know, blocking this side of the gate with a big rock or something when you're here? The stupefied look on his face let her know that he had not. She shook her head in equal parts indignation and amusement. Men, she whispered under her breath. I'm usually not in a great frame of mind when I'm passing through worlds, he admitted. Lena perked up. She was beginning to put away her anger and saw an opportunity to satiate all the curiosity she'd been harboring about this world and this man. She tilted her head thoughtfully. Which world are you from? Originally, I mean. He hesitated. It's a bit complicated, he said. I have the time if you do. He raised an eyebrow. I was born in this world, he said, but I wasn't raised here, and I've never really felt like I belonged in either. What do you mean? I never knew my mother. As far back as I can remember, it was just me and my dad living in the other world he said, tilting his head toward the other gate, toward Seattle. And I never knew to question it. I saw other kids with their moms, and I knew I was different, but I didn't know why. As a little kid, I never questioned it too much. But as I got older, questions began to form in my mind. Had she died? Had she abandoned me? Had I done something wrong? Lena shook her head. That's terrible. Gabriel shrugged. I just didn't know what to think. I was young. I was confused. Anyway, my dad was, well, he wasn't the most responsible parent. He left me to my own devices more often than not, mostly so he could be left to his own devices. One day, a couple friends and I decided to follow my dad when he left for the day. We pretended we were spies. We followed him onto the bus, and luckily, it was crowded enough that we could blend in with the other commuters so we didn't get caught. He got off downtown. The second he stepped off the bus, he began walking with purpose, and we knew we were onto something, that we'd caught my dad in the middle of doing something extremely important. Keeping our distance, we followed him several blocks until... Lena was riveted. Until what? He walked into a bar. Lena frowned. That's anticlimactic. You're telling me. We were all disappointed. Our big spying adventure had turned out to be a bust. But we weren't about to waste a trip to downtown Seattle. We were young, energetic, and unsupervised. There was a faraway look in his eyes he relived the memory. We had a lot of fun, he said with a grin. We ran around that town late into the night and exhausted ourselves. Before we headed home, my friend said we should go back to the bar and see if we could sneak in and see if my dad was still there. I was reluctant. I just wanted to go home and go to sleep. But my friend convinced me, and we headed back to the bar. We never even had a chance to try to sneak in, because as fate had it, just as we were approaching the bar, my dad stumbled out onto the sidewalk and began walking away. My friend and I looked at each other. We couldn't believe how perfect our timing was. We didn't even say a word to each other. We just started following after him. He was heading toward the ferry, to a spot you're obviously quite familiar with. 
It was the pedestrian bridge leading to the ferry terminal. We were confused at first, thinking he was going to hop onto a late-night ferry to Bainbridge or something, but he stopped and turned to the fence along the side of the bridge. He dug a key out of his pocket and brought it up to a lock attached to the fence and, well, I think you know where I'm going with this. The lock was your dad's? Gabriel nodded. My friend and I watched my dad crawl through the hole in the fence and disappear, just like you saw me disappear. We ran to the gate and peered through it, and were presented with the stone hallway you and I are in right now. What did you do? He smiled. We were rowdy pre-teenagers. What do you think we did? We called through after my dad, of course. I don't think it hit us right away that we were stepping into another world. We thought it was some kind of hidden attraction, some magician's prank or something. But as we walked down the hall and found ourselves surrounding the corner and walking down the stairs, it began to set in that we were experiencing something that no illusion could convey. I don't think I can even describe what the experience was like. Lena nodded gently. You don't need to. Gabriel chuckled. No, I guess I don't. And you've gone through the experience much more recently than I. So imagine us, two wonderstruck 12-year-old boys walking down the steps into the foyer, only to hear my dad angrily calling out my name. Lena laughed, busted. Yeah, but it wasn't funny at the time. My dad was furious. He grabbed us by the shirt collars and dragged us back up the stairs to the gate. Before he opened it again, he turned to my friend and made him promise that he'd never tell anyone about what he'd seen. He was scared and just wanted to go home, so of course he agreed. My dad let him go back through the gate, but he closed it behind him and led me into the castle, to the steps, sat down, and instructed me to sit beside him. And that's when I got the talk. Lena suppressed a giggle. The talk? No, 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 not that talk. But it was just as formative for me. It opened my eyes in much the same way. What did he tell you? My dad was a lot like me when he was growing up and it inadequately supervised Rep Scallion with a penchant for mischief. When he was a teenager, he met a girl. He didn't go into details, but the gist was that it was love at first sight, for my dad anyway. She wasn't exactly into him, but he was persistent and eventually won her over. The woman had a kind of exotic beauty to her, my dad said. She was different from any other girl he'd ever met, and he eventually found out why that was. She wasn't of his world. She was from this world. Lena said excitedly. He nodded. It was supposed to be a secret, but my dad had really won her over and she felt comfortable divulging the truth to him. They were walking around downtown one night when she told him, but he didn't believe her. He thought she was making up an excuse to break up with him. They fought, and finally she decided that he'd only believe the truth if he saw it with his own eyes. She led him to the passenger bridge and raised her hands to the fence. My dad watched as a rectangular section of the fence melted away to reveal a dark corridor lit by torchlight. So she didn't just know about the gate. She created it? She did. She called through like she'd been doing it all her life, then turned around and held out her hand to help my dad through. She sealed the gateway behind her, and she led him into her world. It was supposed to be a quick trip to put my dad's doubt to rest, but they ended up staying for more than a year. And when my dad and the girl came back through the gate and returned to Seattle, they had a baby with them. Me. I kind of thought that's where you, where you were headed with this, Lena said. So that woman was your mom. She was. My dad never told me what they did for a whole year, but the gist of it was they'd fallen in love, had me, and decided to settle down in this world. 
At some point after they came through, my dad bought a lock like the other ones that had been secured to the fence and used it to secure the gate shut. We have everything we need right here, he'd said. We don't ever need to go back there again. But something happened eventually. I don't know what exactly, but she had to go back. They fought again, but she insisted on going back and said she'd return in a couple days. What about the lock? She destroyed it. She created the gateway, remember? My mom apparently had some kind of powers, so it was easy for her to remove it and return to her world. But she didn't come back in a few days. She didn't come back in a few weeks or a few months. She never came back, did she? Gabriel shook his head. My dad eventually replaced the lock, but occasionally he'd go through the gate and visit the other world. At first it was to look for my mom, but he'd long since given up. Eventually, he used it as a money-making venture. He'd find interesting artifacts he could sell in this world. That's, when he was on, that's what he was on his way to do when my friend and I followed him through the gateway. I'm so sorry about your mom, Lena said. Thanks, but it's okay. I never knew her. I have no memory of her. What happened after your dad told you all this? He made me promise not to tell another living soul about anything he'd told me, sent me back home through the gate, and told me to get my ass back home. And that's what I did. We never talked about it again. But over the next couple of years, my dad started to deteriorate. He began drinking a lot, even more than usual. He became a mean drunk. And eventually, I couldn't take it anymore, and decided to run away. But at the last minute before I left, I remembered the lock. My dad was passed out on the couch, so I dug through his pockets until I found the key. I took it and left, and I've been traveling back and forth between the two worlds ever since. That's an incredible story, Lena said. I never had the slightest inkling that any of this existed. Nor did I until I stumbled upon it. Hey, I know you've been stuck here a while, but I'm sure there's some sights you haven't gotten to see yet. How'd you like a tour before you head home? Lena found herself smiling. She couldn't believe how quickly her mood had changed in such a short period of time. When Gabriel had first begun talking, she'd been distraught, angry. Now she was calm, almost happy. Sure, she told him. I'd like that. And that concludes chapter 21 of The Lock. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, just remember, you can head to my website, stephenweibel.com, click on the menu item that says free stuff, sign up for my free email newsletter, and I'll deliver a free ebook right into your inbox. Thanks a lot, and see you next week.